You're listening to the Habitology Podcast with Melanie White and today I'm talking about three ways to feel confident in and connected with your business. A lot of startup business owners lack clarity when they're first getting going and they feel uncertain about their performance at times. They start to question themselves and the same can be true for seasoned business owners as well. So today I want to share with you three ways to feel more confident in and connected with your business. Let me ask you this. Have you ever felt like you're just spinning your wheels when your business is getting going or when you've been doing it for a while, you're not really getting any traction? Maybe you're not really sure where you want to go or if you're heading in the right direction. I felt like this at times for sure and so have many of my clients. And you can tell that you're in this state because you start to question yourself. You start to ask things like, am I doing things the right way? Why can't I get any customers? Am I doing a good enough job? Am I a good enough coach? Or why is that other person out there doing so well and I'm struggling? There must be something wrong with me. I'm sure you can hear in those statements the lack of clarity and confidence. And having coached a lot of clients around these things, I know what it feels like. But what it really means is that you've just been distracted from your goals. You've maybe become disconnected from your vision. Perhaps you've lost confidence in yourself and you're questioning your focus. So if you're feeling like that, I invite you to dig a little bit deeper. What do these sorts of thinking patterns really tell you? If you zoom right out from that and say, oh, I'm having these thoughts, what does it mean that I'm having all of these thoughts? It simply means that you're spending too much time in your head and not enough time in real life collecting evidence and celebrating successes. Does that resonate? Are you too busy second-guessing yourself to really look back and see how much you've achieved, how much you've helped others to achieve, and what your successes have been? That's why this conversation is so important. If you're too much in your head, then you need to do something to ground yourself and pull back to what's really going on. And the best way to do that is with a bunch of facts. We know that brains, our brains love facts. Our brains use the evidence that they've collected to prove or disprove our thoughts and beliefs. So knowing that, the most important thing you can do is to have a practice of regularly collecting facts that you have succeeded and are continuing to succeed. And that way your brain's going to start really digging into that confidence and clarity and sense of success. If you start to pursue facts instead of those fears and thoughts, those what-ifs that creep in, if you stifle those things with facts, then you're going to regain clarity and connect with your sense of purpose. You're going to stop second-guessing yourself and really think about what you want and how you you can stay connected with your business. And I want to share three things with you now to help you to get out of your head and refocus on those important things so that you can feel confident and connected. Now, the first one is what I'm going to call ground truthing your thoughts. Now, ground truthing simply means making observations to check for accuracy. This is something that I did in my career as a scientist. We would come up with a hypothesis and then we would go out and collect actual data to see whether we could prove or disprove the hypothesis. And the great thing about ground truthing is that it's 100% free for you as a business owner. 
it means that you can go out and see what's really going on and bring yourself back down to earth. And there are two simple ways that you can ground truth your thoughts. Firstly, find either a networking group or a social media platform or both and go there at least once a month to check out what your clients are talking about. So you want to look at what the problem is that they're describing and what they want to achieve and why. Just look at those things. So if you go to a live networking event, you can have those conversations. If you're online, you can just look through the comments and see what's going on. And if you do this regularly, it's going to reaffirm that you're targeting the right niche, that your marketing message is on track, and that you're focused on the right thing. So that's the first part of ground truthing. Secondly, you can pull back from all of the detail and reflect what's going on for you, which is really important because your life and your wishes and your ideas and your vision are going to change. And unless you're reviewing those things regularly, you could find yourself working out of sync with what you really want. So it's important that you pull back and say, am I still aligned with this niche and this client and my own values? And I'm not suggesting that you do this to the point of analysis paralysis. I'm just asking you to check in maybe once a month and reflect on the why behind your business. Why are you doing this? Why are you so passionate about working with this niche? Also look at what type of person you're attracting. Are they the right type of client that you wish to work with? What are the shared values between you and them? How is that alignment? It might be that you're actually working in the right area for you, but perhaps not attracting the right client. So doing that reflective work allows you to say, am I living my values through my business? Is this the work I wish to do? And am I working with the right people? I've had this experience of disparity working in the right niche but the wrong people before and as soon as I realized that I was able to bring my connection back and say right I just need to change my marketing and draw in the people that I really want to work with. When you do this second part of ground truthing when you check in with yourself and your values and what you like to achieve then you're going to remember why you started your business in the first place and to make sure it's still valid and relevant. You want to make sure that you're attracting that right customer and your ability to change the messaging then becomes easy because maybe it's in what you're saying in your marketing or in your offer, but you can go back and correct those things. If you don't do this work, you won't be able to make the changes and so there will still be this disparity. On top of that, every business owner should know that research and reflection is an essential ongoing activity that helps you not just to stay abreast of customer opinions and needs and wants, but also market trends and also ensuring that you're truly attuned to doing what you're doing right now, that it's still meaningful and relevant. Consider that if you're going to be a lighthouse for people in your niche, if you're going to be the go-to person for something, then you need to be feeling rock solid and standing firm in your own beliefs. It's your job as an industry leader to check in with yourself and to reaffirm your values and your commitment. If you do these two things, you will be constantly or regularly, I should say, ground truth in your thoughts, feelings and reality, and you'll feel like you're on the right path. But that's a really important thing. The second thing that you can do to feel more confident and connected with your business is to review client results. Now, as a little 
slightly different but relevant story. Years ago, I went through a patch of helping a lot of friends write resumes and cover letters for, as they were applying for jobs. And what was really interesting about that process was that in the beginning, many of them lacked confidence. They weren't quite sure that they could do the job or that they would be selected. But after we went through the resume and wrote about all of their achievements and their strong points, they all realised they were capable of way more than they'd thought and they were way more hopeful about getting the job they were applying for. So there is a lesson in that if you focus on the strengths and successes you've had, you're going to start to feel more confident and connected. It's really easy for business owners to lose confidence because they've forgotten about the value that they've created for clients. So that's the lesson. Reflecting on your past successes can remind you of the value that you offer to the world and that you bring to your clients. And so you can reconnect with your value by reflecting on what your clients have achieved as a result of working with you. But it's also important for making sure that your marketing messages are relevant. So in addition to the ground truthing in terms of your marketing, you can also do this other exercise to make sure that you're targeting the right people. <clears throat> and I say that because no matter who or what you're selling to, who you're selling to or what you're selling, people buy results. So your messages need to speak directly to those things. It's interesting that recently in my Passion to Profit course, one of the students did a market research interview and she asked a person if they would buy her coaching program based on what they knew about it, if it was appealing enough. And the person said to her, well, sure, I'd buy it if I could be guaranteed that I'd get results. So she didn't actually care what was in the program as long as she could get results. And that's the important message here. And obviously you can't guarantee people's results, but you can guarantee that if they do everything possible in your program to achieve results, then they're likely to do, then they're likely to succeed. So it's just an, an important distinction there. But in any case, the importance of results is really clear and you need to be speaking to those things in your marketing. Think of it this way, your clients don't buy things for the fun of it or for curiosity or out of hope that they're going to learn something interesting. That's not why people buy coaching programs. You're not in the business of educating people. You're in the business of helping people to transform habits, thoughts, actions, and their lives. If you need help with this and the messaging more specifically, I'll be covering a simple method to get your wording right in the coming episode, which I call the end point method. But just to wrap up this piece, this section of this um, discussion today, just be really clear that when you review results, you're going to remember the value that you offer and you're going to feel more connected to your potential clients and to your business as a whole. Now, the third thing, the last thing that will help you to feel truly confident and connected with your business is to be of service. And you might think, well, I'm doing that already, but it's about the way you think about that. So I'm going to invite you to flip the switch and to say, instead of focusing on your own fears or discomforts, focus on being of service to others. Just acknowledge the thoughts and fears that you have around your own performance, put them to the side and focus on being of service to others instead. If you can master this, then you'll be successful. 
And there are two ways to look at this. The first thing is to be truly successful. Then you do need to be good at what you do. And that means you need to put your heart and soul into practicing your craft with people, focusing on doing the best job that you possibly can, taking on board their feedback and making tweaks and improvements. And if you do those things, you're going to be known as somebody who cares, known as somebody who goes the extra mile and to help people get the results that they want. So focusing on doing an extremely good job and always working on that and bringing that to the forefront of your work with clients is super important for your reputation and developing your skill. The second thing is that the better you are at building rapport and relationship with potential clients, the more successful your marketing will be and the quicker your business will build. It's no secret that a service-based business is only as good as the relationships it's built on. So once again, flip the switch out of away from what you're doing wrong or not what's, what's not working and focus on exceptional customer service, being caring and empathetic, making genuine and authentic connections that aren't just in it for the sale, but who you're really wanting to get to know the people that you're talking to. And then you're going to feel more confident and connected with your business. So the first part is delivering a great service. And the second part is building really good quality relationships. The great thing about these two skills is that they take the focus off you and your fears and your perceived shortcomings. It allows you to flip into being of service and you'll settle into a more relaxed and comfortable and confident way of running your business. By being extremely curious about your customers and what they need and want, how you can help them and how that aligns with what you do, you'll quickly forget about your own fears and you'll start to build really strong relationships with the people that matter most, your potential customers. I'm going to go into depth in some of these things in another episode because they're really important. But just to summarise what we've talked about today, if you're struggling with imposter syndrome, if you've lost confidence or you're feeling disconnected from your business, please know that there are some simple ways that you can regain that confidence and connection. And the three things that I discussed today are firstly to regularly ground truth your thoughts. And that means investigating what your audience wants and reflecting on how aligned you are with those things. Secondly, to review client results and remind yourself of the value that you have facilitated and as an added bonus to be able to tweak your marketing messaging. And thirdly, to be of service and to flip the switch into honing your skills on really servicing and connecting with your clients in a high quality way so that you can become a highly skilled, admired and sought after coach. Those are some important things that I wanted to communicate today. I hope that's been useful. And if you need any help with this, then please get in touch via my website, melanie at melaniejwhite.com. Thanks for being here today. And I look forward to seeing you soon.